0: to episode 132 of the bench time podcast with Todd and Brett Wiley hey hey what's up so yeah um, we got a lot going on this week a lot of cool stuff tomorrow night right. is our patron only zoom call well, um, I'm gonna miss that so I know you'll be but. you'll be out of the area but um in the meantime we have had since last week three new patrons that we want to thank. They will also have access to our um, patron-only Zoom call tomorrow night, Friday night. Right at right. I think it's at was it eight thirty Eastern time. Nice. I think it's at eight thirty. A good time. Uh,
1: I should take the laptop along just in case. Let me check. <laughs>
0: um, nah, you don't need to do that. But um, no, I'm not. I'm not doing that. I think it. But, but while that's loading, I'll thank our new patrons. We have uh, three of them. We have Benito. Jeremy, Reese, and Greg Cassidy. Cool. Um, Thank you guys for becoming patrons. You now have access to our Overtime at the Bench Facebook group. You have access to our drawings each month. And yeah. you now have access to our Zoom calls, which tomorrow night's is at 8.30 p.m. Friday, June 19th at 8.30 p.m. Zoom for our patrons only. Um, so you can head on over to our... Patreon.com forward slash Brett Wiley.
1: If you're listening to this on Friday, it's tonight. Yeah. So get your ass over there.
0: Friday night, 8.30 p.m. Get there quick now. But if you want access. down what you're doing and get on there. If you want access to the patron-only Zoom call, you can head on over to Patreon.com forward slash Brett Wiley, and you can figure out how we can get access to all that. Um, But also thanks to our new patrons. So um, Yes,
1: thank you. Big help. Appreciate it.
0: All right. Uh, we have a few other announcements going on. Uh, I let yeah. my dad run with a couple, and I have a couple too. So,
1: all right. So uh, we have a guest next week. Um, we have Jimmy Simmons. He's from Monster Model Works, uh, and he is going to be our guest next week. He is going to be talking about his kits that he's going to be he's he's going to be putting out on his website again. Uh, we'll have all that information. He's going to be uh, I guess, uh, expanding his line and b- bringing his line back. And, um, he has been on, he has been not making anything in the last couple of years. So, um, it's great to see this guy back and we have him on the show. He's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. I talked to him on the phone the other night and, uh, he seems like a great guy and, um, a lot of fun to talk to. So it should be a good show next week. Um, we'll, We'll have him on. We're, we're going to let him talk about what he's got coming up and what what's in the pipes uh, for his business. And then we're going to do a little talk about how to work with his product um, with hydrocal hydrocal castings um, in brick and stone and block. Mm-hmm. This is what a lot of stuff he does. And um, I, you know, I want to get the skinny on it because you know I'm, I've been working with some hydrocal stuff. Hydrocal stu- is that hydrocal hydrocal. Yeah hydrocal stuff here so i mean it's uh it, it's really cool i mean i mean it, i think it's going to be a good show uh, so i'm excited about that that'll be good time. i'm excited to jimmy, get him on jimmy simmons monster model, monster model works yeah so well, in the, the following week after we will have another guest so you're going to get two weeks at least two weeks in a row of guests um so uh we're starting to find some here that are uh you know some suggestions that were given to us that uh, jimmy was putting I was put in touch with Jimmy by our own Jake uh Jake Johnson. Yeah. Uh, thank you Jake for that. And um you know, so I'm looking forward to that. Yeah,
0: was, I'm excited to get some new guests on and uh yeah. new ones. So guys we haven't had right. on the show before too, so it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, he put me in contact and I
1: did some talk, uh, made a call and did some talking and right. we got some got some stuff in the works.
0: I hope you did so. talk. I hope you talked on the call.
1: I did, I did. You I just call just, you don't yep. just
0: call and then breathe him in the phone really yeah, heavy real, for a minute.
1: The real quiet thing.
0: When they pick up the phone, you just go.
1: (sighs) (laughs) Yeah, that's wrong, man. That's messed up. Well, well, I don't know. You
0: you said you did some um, talking, just making sure we're clarifying that. And
1: tonight I made, uh, so we have a, we're we're talking about also the upcoming um, build. Yes. Group build. And we're going to be doing that in August. And I'm going to have more particulars for you, although I do have, okay, I, I, I do have an announcement to make tonight on who the manufacturer is that okay. we're working with. who is it? It is Jimmy Dignan and RailroadKits.com. Okay. Um, the kits, we are not announcing which two kits. We're going to do two kits. Um, I'm not going to announce which two kits until next week's show. Okay. Um, we I know which two they are. So does Jimmy. Um, but we are holding off. Jimmy is like really swamped right
0: now. Yeah, and we're gonna give Jimmy a ca- we're Gi- yeah. We're giving Jimmy a, a chance to catch up on some stuff. Yeah, we don't want to announce it yet before he's ready. He to got rock. pummeled with uh, orders here, so we're just right. letting him catch up, and then we'll uh, let you guys loose on him again. Yeah. Overwhelm him with orders again. You're welcome, yeah, Jimmy. he
1: said. <laughs> <laughs> he said that next week uh, his his site should be back up, and he should be ready to rock. Awesome. And he's ready to announce it, and we'll, he will be working with us as well good on uh, on that and we'll come we came up with a pretty good uh pretty, pretty good deal for everybody so i think everyone's uh, gonna, be pretty, at, everyone be pretty gonna be everyone will be pretty happy
0: with that so yeah they're
1: two different kits and two different types of kits so uh, we're gonna have a lot of fun with that brett's gonna build one i'm gonna build the other yep and uh i'm in uh, I've, been, I've been i've been both of these kits are ones that i've been eyeing up for a long time yep. on his site Yep. so we're uh, both we're excited to do it so absolutely so that's a good thing and then the following week or two after um i i may have uh looks like we're gonna i'm gonna try and get jimmy on and we're gonna talk a little bit about this
0: that'll be a hoop. so
1: that'll be a great one too he's a lot of fun for so. sure so awesome okay that's and, good um hopefully hopefully i can talk him on to doing it i'm pretty sure I'll, hopefully he will do it but uh we're gonna be working with that so yep awesome good stuff all good stuff definitely so Okay.
0: Cool. Um, you have any
1: announcements?
0: I mean, I have uh, well, not really an announcement. It's more of a topic of the week. So, um, okay, I don't know what you want to do next, but um, we could jump into that real quick. Uh, the one was do 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 do. Let me scroll down and find it. I should have had it up ready to roll. Oh my gosh, my computer just froze.
1: Huh.
0: Come on, man! It's not my computer. It's my internet. Like my browser froze. Come on, I
1: got, I got a lot of, we could talk a little bit tonight too about. Well, you get uh, what, you get to talking
0: you get to talking while I uh, try to figure out what's going on in my Chrome. Oh, here. This
1: week, last week, I was working on. Uh, I told everybody I cut a styrofoam piece out, uh, the extruded foam, and um, to fit the red rock, rush rock falls into the layout. So I took it down to your house. Remember, we were talking about that. We're going to lower it into the layout. Um, exactly where it's going to go. So I took it down there to your place. We measured it on the layout. I was able to. Con- it's basically going to be like a, almost like a diorama, but it's going to be dropped into place. Now we're talking, you know, twenty, what twenty-two inches or something like that. Twenty-four inches. Yeah, more than that more than that actually. So uh, I'm talking maybe twenty-four to thirty inches long, by um, set. 18? Is it 18 inches wide? It's about say. that. Yeah, about 18 inches wide. So we're um, you know, talking a giant piece of foam and then a base underneath, a thin half-inch gator board base underneath it. And I cut out areas for the two rivers that will go along each side of the, uh, the mill part, the big mill building.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, there are some other big structures that will be on this, but that's, of course, the tallest and the biggest. However, um, uh, I started working with the, uh, rivers and last week when I talked to you, uh, we were talking, I did, I was working with the cutting the plaster, um, walls that I made that are concrete to put along the the foundation of the, of the structure. I don't know. I don't think I had done that yet, but I was talking about doing
0: it. You were talking about
1: it. Right. So now I have them on. It's great. So what I did to fill the gaps in between the um in between each individual strip. The strips are about an inch high. The foundations maybe an inch to an inch and a half high depending on uh-huh. where it is on the on on the river along the the foundation's the the concrete foundation is only on the actual structure itself that touches the water. Right. That 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 part's exposed. So so on that, I already painted them, cut them, cut them precisely and fit them. And um, I think I had done that last week, but I hadn't, didn't have them glued on when I talked. So I, and I also didn't have them painted. So now they're painted up and weathered a little bit. I still had to put a little bit of the um, algae on there, a faint touch of that light green algae. When you put algae on concrete, or, or especially around water areas or anywhere – you only want to do it so it has that tint of it you don't right. want to over i mean you don't want to make it too bright it's going to look you know fluorescent almost if you don't if you if you if you go too heavy on it so I make it like a a thin wash almost and just it kind of it kind of just fade it's like a faded algae um so i will do that yet, but um it's up, and then what I did to glue them on I used uh liquid nails. And I smeared just a coat of liquid nails on to get it to adhere to the, to the extruded foam. And then I have my, um, my concrete foundation, which is done, uh, in a sense. So now I am doing the river banks, which won't just be, um, you know, earth, earth and winter, uh, earth and banks. They will be stone, random stone wall banks. Okay the whole way down through on both sides, you know, each side of the mill. Um, so they're also cut one inch. Now the thing about cutting those, we, we talked about how great those molds are, and we love them because they're re- you know high relief and everything else, like you were talking about on your video you did, which was excellent, by the way. Uh-huh. And, um, but cutting them precisely to where you want them is very, very, very tricky because you have to cut with um um precision from the opposite side of of the stone if you start cutting where the stones are because of the heavy relief you're not going to get a clean cut as it's going to dr- your knife's going to drop down into your into your um your stonework right so i cut it from the back side and and when you do i mean you had to ve- you have to do it with hardly any other hand pressure on other than your knife dragging it across a bunch of times So you get through, and then you can just – anything else, when it it finally cuts through, you can trim with the edges – you know, trim the edges up a little bit with the knife. But I get nice, clean cuts that way. Um, But if you put too much pressure on, it will snap on you. Uh, So you have to be careful on that. So I did those, and then I also – once I did them, I also had to cut some areas off the top of a couple for where the bridges go. There's a couple bridges that span – the river on each side. So I had to cut down into the stonework to let the bridge drop into it. So, you know, it's, so it's flush in with the actual road up to the edge. You know, it's pretty neat. You know, basically it's a, it's a, it's a support system for it. in other words, so I did that also, I'll share some photos of it. Um, But I did your method of the staining and the coloring of those walls. And they, I think they turned out awesome. Uh, I sent you a couple pictures of them. Yeah, turned.
0: I thought it looked. It turned out great. It looked identical to how I did mine.
1: Yeah, and I weathered them with some brown. I went a little heavier on the brown on it because I wanted to dirty them up a little bit. Uh, because there's a river that goes through. A river runs through it. <laughs> Didn't we do that the other week? Unfortunately,
0: anyway. it's the second week in a row that you've
1: referenced that. <laughs> but you know, since the river does. You know, pass around on those walls. It's going to bring all kinds of sediment and everything else through time. You know, so you are going to have dirt on your on your walls a little bit, just simply because you know you get rainy weather or whatever, or mud or whatever goes through the river. It's obviously going to dirty up your walls. So I put, I put some. I put some. I didn't make them real dirty, but I gave them a little hint of brown. Yeah. So uh, I thought it, it turned out pretty good. I'm really happy with them. Um, I'm on that stage and I, uh, I finished that up last night. Now I am, I have poured, started doing the roads. So with the roads, I am using, um, your, you know, drywall mud, your, you know, uh, joint compound. And I put a very thin layer on maybe, um, uh, I don't know, uh, one six, you know, probably one 32nd of an inch or one 16th of an inch. Yeah. And, and then that's it. And then just spread it across. What I first did though, it's very important that you do this. Um, when you put that stuff down onto styrofoam, um, it's always good to put some white glue down like regular white glue, all glue, not the school glue. We don't like school glue. So we put the white glue all down on the foam and spread it around with your fingers to, so, and then let it go just a little bit till it gets tacky. And then start adding your joint compound, okay, and if you're using plaster Paris, which is also be done, George celius uses a lot of plaster on his I, I know because I read it in his directions, mm-hmm. and that that will work as well. Um, but the joint compound and then both, you want to make sure there's some glue down and why do I say that because i you don't want that when it dries to crack and break off and slide off of your extruded foam so when that dries out if it dries out and you get any cracking of it you know you might have pieces that'll break off underneath and slide off now here you won't because it's got some glue in the mix of it yeah they're gonna help it adhere to the top of that foam so um that's what i'm that's what i did and it it turned out good um I, i i made the road where it's gonna be some of the road is gonna be off it's gonna be weird the road's gonna be weird because I don't have a lot of room around that one corner of the building, um, it's a little too close to the very edge of the layout um, the The road's going to go across the bridge and around the corner like it's supposed to, however, half the road is going to be missing like it'll you'll just get the edges of one half of the road uh-huh. you, know, you just have to use your imagination and think that there's another half of that road when i'm done it'll 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 appeal that way. You know, so um, I I have done that and uh, it looks pretty good. And right before you called me tonight to do the show, I began sanding it uh, because I did that last night and it's completely dry. So um, tonight I was sanding and I got it really, really fine and smooth. I'm going to have to do a little touch up spots here and there because there's um, I don't have all this building down where it needs. The building's not secured to the to the base yet. And um, I didn't want to do that until I got all these until I got all these um um stone walls in place along the river i, I don't because I don't want to keep banging it with my hand so once I am done with that, I have a couple of little outbuildings that attached to it, and I'll have to build them onto the mill uh they're not very big they're very they're you know, very small they're like maybe i don't know um like four or five. Maybe five five scale feet by you know, oh five that's feet. not big, yeah it's not real big, and uh, they're just little like jut outs. and uh, anyhow so I got them and then I have the, the you know the sluice to do and uh, along the river so that's it um, it's coming along I'm really excited about it because every day uh, there's something new going on with it because of this I'm I'm I got I can't lie to you um as much as I love doing our layout. I love doing dioramas. Yeah, I, I do. I really like doing dioramas. I, I was on Facebook the other day and I was talking, I got, there were some comments on the po- pictures I posted of it. And I was talking, uh, with, uh, Craig Brotman. Um, one of our, one of the guests we've had on and a miler, a good miler. And, uh, I know he does a lot of diorama stuff and, and he was making a comment, the, you know, uh, about my, Uh, my pictures I put up yeah, and, um, I thanked him. And of course, and then I said, you know, I'm really enjoying, I see, I'm I'm seeing where he's coming from because he does a lot of diorama stuff and he just, you know, he does dioramas and then sits them around different places in his house and stuff like that. I'm thinking about, I'm thinking about getting into doing that. Of course, doing our layout as Mm -hmm. well. But I'm also thinking about building some smaller diorama things that I could put on like a bookshelf and things like that. Do it. So, yeah, because I'm, I'm, I really enjoy doing it because every night is something different and you can go to – it's the same as the layout. I don't have the layout at my house like you do. So, you know, you have kids and, and it's tough for you to be able to go down there every day and do something, right?
0: Yeah, I – um, I wa- like I was telling you before we started the show, this last week has just been stupid. And some things going on at work, just a lot, a lot going on. And I was like, oh, "Man, I wish I could get down here." And right. yeah, it's tough. It's been a tough week. Uh, obviously, and
1: I understand that. And it's even tougher when you have two two young kids. That yeah, that so, too. And, and you have a, you know a house that you got to take care of. Well, we all do. But then you have you know your yard. You have a big yard to take care of. I understand the time runs short, but a river runs through it. <laughs> river Runs through it. But the thing it is, does. when you do find time. And you do have some time you can do it. You have the luxury to be able to get down to your basement and work on whatever you like. You can either build the buildings or yeah, you I jump can work around on the layout.
0: And I pick right. little areas and I'll just do you know, actually I did lie. I did lie. On Monday night I was down here for an hour and a half. I was showing you pictures. I was painting a wall a couple walls. Right. And then the what was it? Tuesday or Wednesday night? I don't know. One of these nights. I think it was last night. But right. my, my days have all blended together. I think it was last night. Last night. I was down here working on just a tiny little corner. Um, just put some static grass down. It wasn't anything picture worthy, but I worked for 45 minutes or an hour and got a little sure. bit done. But I've just been taking little bites at a time. Nothing crazy, sure. right? Although now, this weekend I don't got any plans. It's Father's Day weekend. I'm gonna I'm gonna spend some time down here.
1: Good, and and, and that's the thing. That's what I'm saying. You have that luxury, you can go down, and you can choose whatever you want to do. If you don't feel like building, you can do some work. You have everything there at your disposal. You know, trees, you can work on trees, you can work on the layout, you can work on roads, you can work on whatever you'd like to do because it's there at your house. Mm -hmm. For me, here, I have the workbench, I have some kits and buildings, okay? But outside of that, I don't have the layout. So I like the option of being able to, you know, like this now. This is – it's like having a piece of, your, of our layout here at my house because I got this three-foot oh, – not quite three-foot, 30-inch, 20, 28 to 30-inch by 18-inch piece that's going to fit on our layout. But now I can do something with it, Brett. I can actually – I can stop working on the structure for Great. a night, work on the road, work on the – River, work on you know the the other pieces that are going to fit on this. This is going to be a long piece. It's not just this mill. Yeah. So I have several bridges I got to put in place, and these are all different little things that I can do, and it, I love that option. It's really kind of fun. And now I'm thinking to myself, when I finish this, you know, and it goes down to your house, I think um, I'm going to do my kits and stuff for the layout that I already have bought. I'm going to keep working the layout and coming down there with you. But here at the house, I'm also going to get another project going where I'm going to build maybe a diorama and maybe, uh, have that, you know, maybe a foot by, you know, 15 inches by a foot or something like that. Nothing, nothing huge. And, and just make some smaller dioramas that I can actually sit on like a bookshelf and, um, and, and look at, you know, uh, you know, or or sit them in a living room or anything. I mean, I, I, I think, I, I personally think that'd be a lot of fun and, and, um. It's so like you can take pride in your own work, and, and, uh, and then it will give me the option to do other types of scenery and keep that skill fresh, too. It's not just uh, always building, building, buildings, you know? Right. So, um, yeah, I think it'll be fun. And then occasionally I can take one of those, and we'll find a way to stick it in the layout. But, you know, um, right now I'm I'm, I'm going to do buildings, and I'm going to do some dioramas, too. Just uh, something new I was going to throw no, out that's there. No,
0: it's a great idea. Yeah. So— I like it. Yeah. I like it a lot. You like it What's thoughts? that? No no, what's that? I like it. I like uh, it a lot. Isn't that from uh, Dumb and Dumber?
1: I don't know, is that Dumb and Dumber or Forrest Gump?
0: I think it is Forrest Gump. Okay. No, I think it's Dumb and Dumber. I don't know. But, but it, it is. People, it's when he's it's when they're about. in the it's when they're in the uh the diner.
1: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Yeah, that's right. <laughs> right before he with, throws. With, with
1: Cam. With Cam. Um, was that with. Um, with Cam Neely? Cam, uh, Cam Neely, yeah, from the yeah, Boston Bruins.
0: He throws the salt over his shoulder. <laughs> Quick, you gotta throw the salt over your shoulder. What? You spilled the salt. It's bad luck. Throw it over his shoulder. And he tosses the whole salt shaker at Cam Neely. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah that's funny anyways
1: oh my god I yeah uh, so, yeah um I miss Kim,
0: really. yeah you eh. <laughs> before my time um yeah. all right so with that let's talk a little bit about uh a topic that ron piskel uh suggested i threw something out there we're gonna do our patron questions a little bit later after after this topic but okay. um we Last week I threw out there the idea that you know if if you guys start throwing some, um, like whole episode suggest not whole episodes but large chunks of episode suggestions out mm-hmm. for um, some th- stuff for us to talk about. Um, not that we won't do the patron questions, but we'll just spend more time and we'll do like a a bigger topic of the week. You know, right, right. Ron Piscal asks. What sizes of scale lumber do you always like to have on hand? Oh, that's a good question and t- that's a good topic yeah, right now I'm short because we went through that whole qu- quarantine and i I'm out yeah. um, but I will you're say out you're out of lumber well, not out of lumber, but there's a few that I'm short on, like one eight I, uh, I'm always short on eight inch square bracing. Yeah. I feel like I go through that pretty quick.
1: You can pick that stuff up at uh Walmart at Ob-
0: and Wa- yeah.
1: Hobby Lobby's way
0: has really good prices. Walmart has it? I Walmart has uh basswood at in the one near my house. Wow. In the craft section. They have a big craft unaware. They have a big craft section in the one in Shippensburg.
1: I did not know that.
0: Yeah. That's cool. So anyways, there's that one. Um Eighth inch is the one I wish I always had, and I don't have one enough. Six,
1: one sixteenth, sixteenth, one eighth. Um, the corner oh. trim. Yeah, one sixteenth is what I use for corner trim. That's what I'm time. saying. That
0: one's another one you need a lot of.
1: Um. Yeah, I mean, those are always those are always good sizes to have, and and then I mean, I go through those the most of obviously, but there are some others I have. Um. Some really really thin. Strip wood. Let me grab let me grab my the package. I can't remember exactly what it is. I use them a lot. Let me, let me pull it out. There we go. Oh here we go. Um these are a mix, so but they're um like 132nd by .20. It's the flatwoods. Any of the .20s in the one sixteenth by .20 or by um, the 130 uh, second 332 3.32nds, um, these are all pretty pretty cool to have them. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to find that. I'll tell you a good thing to go by. Right. And if you ever get one of their kits, anybody out there that ever buys one of their kits, where the hell is it, though? I usually have I usually have a dozen of these things sitting around here, <laughs> um, from Doug he at Foscow Models. He has those cards, and it lists here yes. it's in the box. In the box, and um, you know it lists all the different sizes that come with the you know that come with the kit. But it's a good it's a good tool to have. Here it is. I'm sorry, I'm digging through my box. Um, I usually have a, I I have these somewhere. I have like a stack of them. You usually, always get one of these in the card. They're tools and tips for building structure kits. Yes, and uh, but here's some of them to write down. Okay, one sixteenth square. That's one we were just talking about. You gotta have that lot. one, right? That's that's corner trim, a lot of trim. Okay, gets to use that, uh, and a lot of a lot of small detail parts. It's that a good build
0: multi-use. Yes. a good piece of okay. multi-use uh one, lumber
1: one eight one eight square is the other one um two by fours which are um what the hell size would those be uh well they're two you know they're, they're two, Scale by four
0: two by size. four Scale two by fours yeah um i, I like think- the, the two by sixes two by eights those are all perfect um, yeah, I'm going to
1: try and give you an idea of what the 2 by Because they normally do just say 2x4 on them, but I'm going to tell you exactly what Yeah, normally four they're Yeah,
0: normally they're just color-coded.
1: So, yeah, 2 inches. Yeah, so you're talking 1... A 2x4 is like uh, maybe 1... 12... Trying to so do my math in my head here. So 12 inches, two. So yeah, it'd be 1 30, uh, about one, one thirty second or two thirty, uh, sorry, two thirty seconds would be a sixteenth. So it'd be one thirty second by, I mean, a real thin, right. by, um, by four, which would be one sixteenth. Right, so they're you know they're pretty thin, but um, two by sixes, you know, which would be the same thing, one thirty second by see half a foot is three 30 seconds, you know, or thereabouts. So I'd say three thirty seconds.
0: What's the other one I always use a lot of? Hang on, you keep talking. I'm going to find my card.
1: Yeah, three sixty four square. That's really thin. It's really tiny, but but um, that's really really tiny. Um, those can be used as well for small details like ladders and railings and things like that when you're making your own railings. Yeah. Um, those are the ones
0: I like to have. I love having the... 2x10s, uh, 2x12s. Any of the 2xs. Two 2x4, two yeah. 6, 8, 10 are critical. Yeah. Uh, whether you're doing them for your... I mean, you can use the 2x4s and the 2x6s for stairs or right. decking. Yeah. Um, the 2x8s and the 2x10s are better for, um... You know, I like to use the 2x8s and the 2x10s for the tops of some of the uh, wood buildings. Yeah. Um, Like a, what do you call it? A facade. You can use them for a a nice facade. The other ones that are really good to have handy are um, the, obviously, the 8th inch square. And any of the square post size ones with like decking posts. Uh, yeah the, you gotta have different size decking posts yeah
1: three thirty second square. yeah
0: those are great three sixty four squares tiny those are great they're
1: great for the handrails yeah
0: great for hand handrails yeah. decking any kind of any kind of um docks you're gonna make little docks you gotta have that kind of stuff handy not big right. not big piers but just little docks you gotta right. you can use that kind of stuff also um the equivalent of them in the round in the round pilings is also perfect to have. Yeah. Uh, so like the, not the big quarter inch round dowel rods, but the smaller like, dowel rods, like the
1: yeah.
0: eighth inch dowel rods or three thirty second dowel rods. Some of those are perfect to have also just because you can use those for yeah, I got
1: several of them too.
0: You can use those for posts or street lamp posts or, yep. you know, uh, not street lamp posts like telephone posts. Yeah. Um, uh, you can use them for, I've used them for, uh, fencing. Mm hmm. Uh, Up on the uh, Sass and Vinegar Works corner, I put up, like, an old fence, and I use some of the smaller round dowel rods for fence posts. Um, Yeah. Like, you'll see round fence posts in a lot of rural areas where they have wire fencing. Um, Perfect for that. So, I'll I'll tell you this
1: much right now. Also, don't just limit yourself to the scale lumber. But But when I go to a store to get scale lumber like let's say i go to hobby lobby Mm -hmm. and they have them they're like big long they have long ones i think they're like i don't know if they're they're not yardstick length but they're 24 inches by whatever you know and um i think they're at least 24 inches uh they may be longer than that but um it may be 36 inch but they're long and they come in a plastic little plastic sleeve and you get like Three or four or five of them, depending on the thickness of what size you're using, mm-hmm. and um, they're not really overly expensive. I, I think they're a pretty good price. And so when I'm there, I usually figure, well, I'm here anyway, so I don't really pay. I, I of course get the 116 and the 18 uh, sizes when I when I'm there and I and I need them, okay. Or some of the small, smaller, thinner ones, but I load up. You know, I get a little bit of everything. Just get at least one pack of all the different ones, and then several packs of the one eighth and the and the one sixteenth mm-hmm. squares. But um, same same deal. When they used to have them, if you go to a hobby shop and a regular another you know private hobby shop or train store or something like that where they sell um, strip wood, there you may get more of a variety of strip woods. And in that case, I usually go nuts in there to start grabbing a couple of each kind especially the real thin ones. Right. And, um, you know, so, yeah, so it costs you a couple extra bucks, but then you have a supply on hand, you know, and um, so I kind of just grab up a lot of different types. What's your... Now, go ahead. The other, the other thing is, instead of just wood, when you go to a shop, hobby shop or you go to a train store or, you know, a place where they, they do model building, a lot of them will sell styrene strips. So I've bought... Several strips, uh different size strips of styrene strips as well. Um also in those same sizes, you know, the one eighth or, or relatively close to the one eighth or the one sixteenth, and um some other thicker or you know, um flatter types. Mm-hmm. Also some styrene sheeting. Because this is what thing sometimes you need to create and make extra things. Okay, and sometimes the styrene is very easy to work with. You can cut the size you need. I made a marquee out of it for a hotel mm-hmm. uh, using stry- styrene stripping and the styrene sheeting. Just the white stuff. You know, they have it in different thicknesses. You'll see when you go in and, you know, peruse the, uh, the rack. But, um, you know, load up on some of the ones that are, that are styrene, too, because there's multiple uses outside of the you – know, not everything's got to be made of the wood. You know, we love wood, but it's uh, – so I don't want to go there, but
0: we um, – It's already going to be well, quarter of the week.
1: <laughs> oh, had to, why, why do I always say the oddest shit? Anyhow, so
0: I have It the, wouldn't um, be our show if you didn't.
1: Anyhow, you know, sometimes working with Styrene, it will give you – that instead of having that wood look, it will give you that metal look. Mm-hmm. Okay, so – um, or some kind of a you know a structural, a metal structure yeah. in some way, or or, or an, a, you know like the marquee, it's a metal not structure so much as a object. Right. You know? So um, you know that's an option. So always you know make sure if you got the time and you got a little bit of extra money or resources to do so, you know get a couple of these things that you may fall back on. Sometime you'll be working, you're going, how can I create that? Oh, I got the styrene. Let's see what I can pull with it, you know. So, you know, those are great things. So, you were going to say something. And I'm sorry, I cut you off. And
0: I'm used to it. Um, what's your <laughs> What is your least favorite scale of or size of scale lumber to work with?
1: Uh, the big ones, yeah, you know, the quarter inch stuff. I mean, they're they're. What do you mean least least favorite? Like
0: your biggest I mean, pain in the ass one. I think it's at like the. One thirty-second square. I've not ever had a full piece not snap. Oh, uh, uh, like I always. Yeah,
1: when you get a when you get an FSM kit, um, when you get an FSM kit like I was doing Baxters, there's a lot of those little pieces. Yeah. In there. you got to be very, 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 very careful with them. And they when they, but when you build with them, even even though you're right, they're not real fun to work with. All I was way, trying to say was careful.
0: All I was trying they to look say, awesome, awesome. Oh, they look great, but all I was trying to say was. Yeah. I've never had an entire like a foot or longer piece of the oh, tiny no. ones not break at some point. It's not like it's not. It's not like it's not usable. I it's s- not. Would you just hold the hell on for a second, Jesus? <laughs> go ahead. I was gonna say it's not like it's not work with you can you can still work with it if if you break one. But yeah, I've never had yeah. the longer sections. Even when you go to the craft store or you get one at a hobby store and you get like the. 24 or uh, 30 inch long, yep. uh, 132nd scale yep. lumber. I've never had a full piece not break at some point when I'm working with it. It just happens.
1: It does. And you know how I fix that?
0: Bestow your no- ever, never ending knowledge upon us.
1: <laughs> I, can, <laughs> I know for a fact it's going to break, right? Yeah. Now, how often do you use a 36 inch piece in one
0: piece? Oh, you cut it down.
1: I cut it in half and then half again, and then I got shorter sticks, and they're you know they're they're generally in that ten to twelve inch range, and then and then store them that way because mm-hmm. this way there's it's less likelihood they're going to break, especially if you keep them in you know uh, some kind of a tube or something like that. Yeah, um, you know, and but but uh, this way. You're eliminating that chance of snapping them in the wrong places and getting your really strange short piece that you really am not, you know, it's going to be tougher to use. But you're never going to use one that's as long as the no, original. No, no, I know. So cut them down, you know? Cut them down when you get them home, and then you don't have to worry about that, you know?
0: I know. I just think it's funny that they're like. They do snap. Every time snap. we do one, you're like, God, come on, man. Like, seriously. I know. I know. One time, don't break. But anyways, right? Yeah. So yeah, there's some of your essentials. Really, your essentials are those ones. If you get those cards from the uh Foscale models, you gotta just look at the uh the card on the ruler or the tips that right. he gives you, because that's yeah, that's like you gotta have at least one of those laying around of each. Yep. So, cool. Um, let's jump into our patron questions for this week. I have to pull them up here. You got I, them? I got them ready. Oh, okay. Go ahead. You know, for once, I'm actually prepared. Let's do it. All righty. Here we go. So, this goes with everything else. If you want access to our Patreon questions of the week, head on over to patreon.com forward slash HO scale customs. I didn't know that we were posting this one until like a half an hour before the show started. And my dad. I'm and I don't
1: even know what the hell this one means. My, my dad ahead.
0: went and put them up. All right. Uh, if it doesn't make sense, we skip it. Can we call ourselves the Zoomies? Lynn, you can call you guys whatever... You can call us whatever you want on Friday night. Zoomies, whatever you want. Goonies, whatever. Whatever you want to call us, you can call us. And then he says, hey, you guys. That's like the... What's that guy's character? Lump or whatever it is from the Goonies?
1: Yeah, okay, I got you now. Who was that Sloth. I don't know, I've never watched that damn show.
0: You never seen the Goonies?
1: No, man. That's not my I'm going to watch that shit. It's not even that The Goonies? No. huh Never watched it.
0: It's actually I know for, you
1: have, and I'm I'm sure your mom has. I'm I i do not know. I've never seen it.
0: Okay. Well. Anyhow. Big tough guy. He's never watched the Goonies. No, I never watched the Goonies. I'm sorry. I only know what the hell the Goonies is. Question number two have you? Ever, has dad has Todd glued your his fingers together using the accelerator yet
1: I have not I have come close but I have not glued my fingers together no I've been very 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 careful because I saw how instantly that stuff sets and I'm like oh my god can you imagine getting on your skin and having it set like that so do you remember when I, get,
0: hmm? I was going to this reminded me of the story when your your the the kid across the street glued his uh, lips open with with super glue he glued, glued him close. Oh, yeah. He gl- no, he glued his lips to his oh, gums. Gl- oh, to his gums,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that kid was messed up, man.
0: Oh, man. That was crazy. Anyways, <laughs> next question. Any word about the next build uh, with a kit? Yes, the group build. We had the information in the beginning of the episode about that. So uh, if you rewind, <laughs> you can get that information are you still laughing about that kid super glowing his lips
1: I remember that oh my god that's so funny that's um, that poor kid he's not even living there anymore nah he's been through
0: through some things All right, next one (laughs) Uh, this one is from Mind Mount Models he just says no questions just a happy father's day to all you guys out there and all the dads so happy father's day to you Ron and thank you I know what I'll be doing on father's day and that is building Are you there, Dad?
1: Yeah, I'm listening.
0: Anyways, I was Father's
1: Day, what am I going to do?
0: I'm going to be building.
1: I'm going to be... Driving. ...on the battlefield in Manassas.
0: Yeah, you are. Watching,
1: uh, um, doing some, uh, battlefield reconnaissance. I got a surprise
0: (laughs) for everyone. I'm not going to tell you guys what it is, Um but just hang hang out online. For those of you that like to hawk and wait and wait and wait and you can't wait and you can't wait anymore and then you can't wait and then you ask some questions about when we're going to do something and then you can't wait and then you can't wait and then you just can't wait any longer, you're yeah. going to want to wait all weekend. Just sit by your computer all weekend because I'm going to okay. randomly pop on and do something fun uh, from start okay. from start to finish. But I'm not going to tell anyone oh, what okay. time it's going to be. I'm not promising any dates or times or when um it's just gonna be i'm gonna pop on and we're gonna do something from beginning to end the whole way through i think that's a great idea but i can i cannot tell you when it is okay so if you have things going on don't hold up your plans just go do it and then uh the replay will be on there later if you guys want to watch it
1: uh, I want to just make a real quick uh, statement here. Go. The last the last month and a half, uh, I, I won't give you a reason why. It's just work related. I cannot. I have not had a lot of time to be able to be attentive to the uh, actual um, to the actual website and keeping track of the. Um, uh, the questions and things popping on a lot of the, even, even my participation in other groups and Facebook and things, I just haven't been on as much. It's,
0: Uh
1: it's just that I've been, it's a, it's a busy, busy time, uh, after July 1st, when July 1st hits, um, I will have all kinds of time look forward, uh, the next couple of weeks here. Uh, I will be on more frequently throughout the rest of the year and back to my normal, Okay. Uh, scheduling so just letting everybody know so it's not like i've dropped off the face of the earth i had a couple of people ask about my health everything uh, my health is fine um I, no this has all been within the last uh two weeks yeah. and so i just wanted to make this clear that i am doing fine it's just uh it's work related i have to just uh it, it's just slamming we get and, it. and after july i'll be hey man back to a normal
0: schedule we get it so everything's be, everything very involved everything's weird right now we get it
1: Right, right. All right, so. but
0: anyways, back to this. Um, don't wait around. Don't change your plans. Uh, but if you are that type, then you can just sit there and refresh your computer for 72 hours until I finally do my live thing from start to finish. Um, yep. But, yeah, don't bug me because if you bug – whoever – the first person asks me the question of it, when I'm going to go live. Um, pushes it back an hour. A whole – no, a whole day. Okay. A day. For ah. every time. I'm just kidding. I can't go that far. Because I don't get three people asking me and then I'm it'll go. But see, no, I'm not going to tell you when. All right. Because I don't know when either. Right, right. I'm just going to do it. But um, we will do something cool. It'll be a long live. I know that. Cool. It'll be a long one. All right. Might be the longest. I'll say this. It will be the longest Facebook live we've ever done. Oh, wow. How about that? That's cool. It'll be a long Facebook Live. Nice. Um, I'll just say it right now. I'm going to do a kit from start to finish in one Facebook Live. Wow. How about that? That would be wild. I can't say I'll get all the scenery done and everything, but I was going to kind of surprise everyone, but I won't tell you what kit it is. I'm going to do a kit from start to finish on a Facebook Live. It might take me 8 hours till the way early in the morning to get it done but we're going to do it damn it. Cool. So all right, Sounds I might good. I might even make a funny like uh like intermission sign cuz if I got to get up and walk around or go to the bathroom or something, yeah. I don't want yeah, people and to wonder and eat. I don't want people to wonder like where the hell did bread go. go so ahead. um I'll make like a little please stand by for 5 minute break. Um so we're going to do something cool like that because I feel bad, I told my dad earlier, I feel bad that I haven't been doing as much lately. I know he said he hasn't been doing as much either because of some other things. Um, But I'm going to get a kit done in one evening. That's going to be my goal. But why not? It won't be a huge kit. It obviously won't be, you know, one of the monster ones, but it'll be fun. All right, last question from Silverado Northern. This question is for both of us. What kit has been your most challenging build to date and what made it so? If you built it again, what would you change about the approach to the build? My most challenging build yet was Sassin Vinegar Works. Yeah. Um, I and
1: just, that's made by who did that? Builders uh, and Scale.
0: Builders and Scale. Yeah. It, I don't know. It's just it's an old it's older methods. It's not some of the stuff's not cut. You know as. I don't know, maybe it wasn't cut as, shouldn't say as well, but just cut. It was different. It was a different type of kit. A little bit older techniques, older styles. Um, right. Some parts I haven't worked with previously. Uh, it was a weird shape. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hang on. Okay. Just hang tight. Hang tight. All right, I'm back. What was all that? There was an animal outside in my yard making weird ass noises. What kind of animal? I don't know what. I couldn't see it. Oh, no in you. I just heard a Wow. Uh, <laughs> it, it was like a yipping noise. It wasn't yeah. like, it didn't sound like a coyote. Just a weird uh. weird noise down at the end of my yard. My garage door fox, was open. Maybe a fox or Could something. Could be a fox or who knows.
1: Yeah.
0: My garage door was open. So I could I ran, I went out to the ed, middle of the yard where the edge of my spotlight no longer was, yeah. And I could hear it down there like rustling around, and I was like, "Well, I think I'll just go in and shut the door." <laughs> so,
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, you had coyotes out in your yard already,
0: so we are back after the brief wildlife disruption. <laughs> I thought it would be nice to sit down here with the door open, get a little fresh air, and right. now the the wildlife is encroaching upon my basement door. So time <laughs> I to- hope
1: the guy saw the coyote.
0: Well the door shut the door. Yeah. We get coyotes every now and then, it's not a big deal.
1: Yeah, they're not gonna come in your garage. So
0: I'll shoot them if they do. So anyways, alright.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, anyways, the assassin build was my most challenging. Just because it was different, it's an odd shape. If I were to do it differently again, yeah. um I mean I took my time on that kit, but if I was gonna do it differently the next time, I would um I would definitely build it. that's okay i would definitely build it um into a diorama like you did i think and then yeah. place it down because i was trying to do it I, the way i did it i just wasn't happy with how i was laying it out it turned out okay don't get me wrong but um nah, i could do i could have done it better the way i laid it out i think on the yeah. on the it looked good it looks good it, it just could have been better you know what i mean yep so anyways that's my thing what about you
1: uh my most difficult I thought I was going to say I was going to say that it was the FSM boxers but I'm going to say no. I did I thoroughly enjoyed every minute of that and it, it although it did take me a long time I didn't find it overly difficult and um I really didn't dislike doing it. I um, mean it wasn't d- difficult. I didn't really have a hard time with it. I think the most difficult and most hard time thing I had was the, um, the the Keystone uh, Model Works? Uh, made uh, I built that lumber mill, and now I built. I kind of kit bashed it with um, Foscale Models uh, Groves Woodworking, mm-hmm. and the Groves Woodworking building portion of it turned out it was easy, and, and you know, and, and I really liked building it. Um, the Keystone Model Works build i didn't care for as much um it was uh it was the lumber mill and it it was just really hard to work my hands in there and get and and put it all together it did turn out very very nice okay but um and it was very intricate and i i just didn't i don't know it's one of those models that just took a long time to build where i wasn't really once I got to that part, I wasn't having fun with it yeah. and, um, and it turned out nice and I'm, I'm proud of it. Now that I look at it, you know, I, I, I was really happy with the way it, the end result. However, getting there, um, was frustrating for me. Um, some of the, some of the pieces in the directions weren't working the way I needed them to. And, um, you know, it just didn't, uh, I had to, I had to, I made some changes and moved some stuff around and I had to, you know, because I was kit bashing it with the other building, uh-huh. so um, you know I had to do some, I had to do some makeshift uh, supports and everything underneath it to, to get it up to the same size so it matched with the foundation. It was just um, it was it was just frustrating for me to work with that particular kit. Um, but yeah, I mean, and it's old. It's an out of production company. Uh, Keystone Model Works built that, and they, they they don't make them anymore. I'm not saying you can't find them anymore, but yeah, you know the lumber the lumber mill was not, it, 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 you know the the model company itself is no is you know it's no longer in business. So, right. Um, and the directions were older, and they were they were written the they had a diagram drawn on for some of the stuff, and it was just it was really really not good diagram, you know, so. Anyhow, that's it. Nice. Yeah.
0: Um, So. The last question here is from Jeff Fleischer. Jeff, by the way, I got your book in the mail um, Mm -hmm. early this week, I believe. Uh, Yeah, yeah. I'll have to check it out. Uh, It is awesome. I did read it once. I'm reading it now. I'm only mm, a third quarter of the way in maybe again. um, But Jeff now has a book out. He published it with his buddy, and uh, it's upstairs. But I think it was called um, Shooting Iron Horses or Photographing Iron Horses. I'm sorry, Jeff. I'm butchering the title of your book right now. Let me get into my Gmail and look it up real quick. But Jeff's book is awesome. It's about photographing your layout. Um, Mm -hmm. It is right here. Shooting Iron Horses. I was right the first time. Uh, it is with Norman Reed, Jay Norman Reed, and Jeff Fleischer, Jeffrey J. Fleischer. Uh, it is strictly about techniques and methods, and lighting, and and you know best practices for um, right shooting and for photographing your your layout. Cool. Um, pretty good, pretty I good check book. Check it out. Um, goes through some equipment stuff and some techniques and editing, and um, it's a really neat book. And I know it's no small undertaking to publish a book, even whether you're doing it on your own, self-published, or going through someone else. So um, definitely kudos to you for just, if anything, publishing your own book, which is just an accomplishment. I think that's an accomplishment on your own. I yeah. I mean, not many. Everyone says they should write a book, and then everyone that says it never does it. Or most people. Well, don't.
1: I got one almost finished, and I just stopped. I know how hard it is, and you just i, I got to the point where I—I I could probably go back, and I'm going to someday go back and finish it. You know <laughs> all about it. I've got six or seven hundred pages done. I know. You know that. I know. And it's—it's it's actually very. It's actually well, I'm—I'm not I'm, I'm bragging, but I think it's not too bad.
0: I know? think it's the best but, book ever. I'm just yeah. kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> no, it's something I'm doing. So I'm proud. I get it. I get it. No, but it's yeah, the but, same thing. It's—it's it's just. You know, it takes a lot to do it. Yeah, and I got
1: I, I hit a wall. You know, and I'm like, uh, you know, and sometime I'm gonna I'm gonna get back to it and yeah. and do it, but uh, I hit a wall and and uh, and now and now I just don't have the the gumption to, to go out and finish her up. It's like anything creative, you hit a wall.
0: Um, I mean, I'll another
1: hundred pages and I'm done. You know, but yeah.
0: So, um, but anyways, Jeff Fleischer asks. I'm feeling comfortable building a structure, making trees, and doing some landscaping, but I have no experience at city planning. How do you approach laying out your city areas? How do you work roads and sidewalks in, change elevations, etc.? Can you suggest any resources to look at as reference? All right, kind of loaded, but uh, a loaded question here. But uh, we didn't really have experience doing it either, Jeff. I think the best way to do it is, like my dad and I did it, uh, and I would be interested to hear what everyone else's comments are on this later, but, and I'll let my dad chime in after I give my little two minute sp- spiel on it too. Uh, I think once you have a bunch of buildings, a, a collection of buildings you've built, and this is the way we did it. Maybe we've never really talked about this on the show before either, dad, no. but we just kept throwing all the buildings on the layout and put more buildings on the layout, put more buildings on the layout. And what we did was we didn't, we didn't, leave any of them secured for a long, long time.
1: And we didn't do any uh, scenery work around them. No, we just kept
0: moving them around. So every time I would come down here and work, I'd move them around and position them differently and then look at them for a little while and then walk away. Yeah. And then my dad would come down we'd look at where they are and move them around a little bit and work around them and work into some different spots and then walk and away we, and we
1: might get one or two that we would find that definitely that's where we are going to be eventually
0: we'd find like two that would fit one together perfectly and we're like oh my god that's it right there
1: and then we put them then we start working around and that then we, small area
0: yeah and then we rearrange them all all of them but those two all over yep. again yep and then we just keep rearranging them and we just keep rearranging them and then we'll find the next ones that fit and you're just like oh my god that's the spot right, right. there that's one, where that one goes
1: and if you're doing a city planning, you're talking about city planning mm-hmm. for us uh, it's we want to get as many structures in one small section not one small section, but in overall we're jamming we wanna we wanna jam this stuff in there, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We want the city busy and dense so what what we're trying to do is trying to find the best way to arrange our streets. To where it's visible and and the best in the best angles. Mm-hmm. So not all streets are going the same direction. They're not all crisscrossing in the same direction. You got some at, at you know at angles and some are straight. It's you know um, trying to think of the reason being is. You know, if you have some that are going straight up and down in rows, and then some going the other way in straight up and down rows, but then you have that one crossroad that goes right through in the middle of everything, and you put the bigger buildings along those crossroads in the middle, and put the smaller buildings around. Now you got like a buildup to where all the stuff's in the center. For us, it's different than most people because we've talked about this before many times. We're doing a three sixty layout, so everywhere you walk on the around the layout, you're going to be able to see. On all directions, right. So we need to make sure that all, some of our ba- buildings are at, at odd angles, but we also want it as tight and packed as you can get it without looking goofy, you know. Right. So you want to look at your roof lines. I we also we often all, blah, blah, blah. sometimes we'll um we'll put the buildings like Brett uh, said we do. We arrange them up top. You know, we have the higher portion of our city in the middle up top, and then the, the, the harbor sits down lower. So, what we like to do, and this will work in another layout as well. And I'm sure you, know, you could ask Jason Jensen too. He's been doing a, a very similar style city uh, where he has a lot of condensed buildings in. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but I, I'm sure that he probably does something similar. But I'll look from down at harbor level. And I'll get it at eye level and look up through the buildings in the harbor that we have already finished, up through the city towards those buildings, and just to get that look. And now, since Jeff, since you're, you're you're talking about photographing your your layout and and you wrote a book on it, I mean, so you can you can attest to this, you know, getting down at that level and using your camera. That's what I'm thinking of. When I get down there and I look up through, I'm looking at it as I would want to look at it with a camera, okay? In fact, I've even taken my camera down to that level and snapped shots of it at different angles just to see what that's going to look at like when we do finish it and we start taking shots with the camera. You know, so that's a lot of it too. And I want to get that unusual, you know, background roofline. You know, it's not really a background because it's visible everywhere. Right. But, you know, from the far distance. I want to have that, that perfect shot to make it look like a city and not just like a bunch of buildings in straight rows.
0: Yeah, and we're trying yeah. to also get the good visual. Like, we're getting the visual of using a building as a, another building as a backdrop, and then another building as a backdrop. Right. So we have to be, we have to use other things as backdrops.
1: Right. And then also, he said about elevation, right? Mm-hmm. In that comment. Yeah, different so, elevations. We do different elevations. You have the harbor that's very low, and then we put one or two inches of foam and go up a little higher and then go up a little higher. And we have some that are plateaus with rock walls along that are just, you know, the same level. And then some of them we've rounded off to make them more sloping-type hills, okay? Lots of so- sidewalk. We're going to have a bunch of sidewalks that are going uphill. Um, you will see something similar on George Celius's layout. Um, where he has sidewalks that are going uphill they, at a very steep angle. Actually, uh-huh. people say, "Oh, well, what about steep side or two? Sidewalks are too steep. Where would you have it?" Have you ever been to Seattle downtown? Seattle, there's some steep steep sidewalks down there. Uh, San Francisco, steep sidewalks. I mean, the cities have them. Uh, uh, I've seen them in Pittsburgh. I've seen them in. Uh, there's some in the Pittsburgh. Got some oh, crazy in ones. Harrisburg has some on the, out, on the outskirts mm-hmm. of the city in the upper part of the uptown. Yeah. Um, area, I mean, up on the hill. So, you know, they, there are steep sidewalks. And so we use them as well. And we, we have different types of elevations, but we use that foam base and we just build different elevations in different spots and we've shaped them. And, you know, you want to get the maximum use out of each elevation, like plateaus almost. Right. And, um, so we've done that. I mean, I, you know, it's, it's kind of a good topic that maybe we should get into deeper on another show and make that just a topic Yeah. on how we city plan. In fact, let's, let's work on let's uh, so Let's make that as one of our ideas we for the future
0: after we get our guests. I think through. that's yeah. a great idea. Okay. So well, that, that wraps good. up our patron questions of the week. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, so did you have anything else we wanted to run through here?
1: Well, I'm, I'm pretty good. I mean, we got a lot of stuff coming up here soon. we, and, uh, we got a show here. We did about an hour and ten minutes or so here mm-hmm. so far. I mean, so, uh, if there's anything else you want to cover, we not, can do it.
0: Not really anything I want to cover other than I want to make sure that you guys are aware that, A, we're going to have our Zoom call tomorrow night, uh, and B, at some point this weekend, I will do the straight-through build of a of a kit. I don't know which one it will be yet, but from start right. to finish, we're going to do the whole kit right on on Facebook live. Right. So keep your eyes open for that. If you do miss it, don't fret. Don't fret. Yep. It'll, the replay will be on Facebook and probably our YouTube channel. So
1: cool. And we'll have more information on the, on the group build next weekend with, uh, railroad kits and Jimmy Dignan, uh, uh, will um, we'll, we'll have uh, a yeah. announcement on what kits we'll be getting from him. Yep. So, um,
0: that's it. All what right, kind of guys. Music? What kind of music? What kind of music was I listening to?
1: Yeah.
0: This week I was listening to, you got me hooked on it. I was listening to the kicks.
1: No kidding. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I spent, I spent the week listening to kicks after you texted me. about I them. did
1: too, man. I was listening to kicks a lot. And then I went to some old Motley Crew. And, uh, yeah, this new podcast for me is new. It's not new, but the Ron Burgundy podcast. Oh yeah. That's funny. Listened I've listened to that. Will Ferrell.
0: Yeah. And, uh, you like
1: it? yeah, it's, yeah, it's okay. It's I mean, different. It's okay. Yeah. It's, not, it's different. Some episodes are good and some aren't so great, but yeah. So that's a yeah. funny so one now.
0: He gets some good Kicks, ones on there.
1: Kix is from this area. So, uh, you know, I have seen them in concert, like, uh, I don't know, maybe six, six or seven times. <laughs> they they're opened good up for other groups and stuff. I seen them open up for Aerosmith like twice, and and uh, they, yeah, they were they were a good group. I I'm saw them right. open up for, uh, I think I don't know if it was Motley Crue. They opened up for, but yeah, it was Kicks, Motley Crue, and Motley Crew and Quiet Riot. Dang, it was a show. But yeah, they, they're good. I mean, they're and they're local boys. So yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, cool. Awesome. Well, that I think is going to wrap up our week. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to this weekend. Got some fun stuff going on with our viewers and our patrons and everyone just all over the place. So should you be a good time. It. Y'all have a good night. All righty, everyone. Out. See ya.
1: Good show.